So, hi! Hi! And welcome back to... Crazy Norwegian! A podcast about the scam... Wow. A podcast about... <laughs> the scam universe. The scam universe, <laughs> yeah. So let's leave it at that. And uh, we are fully diving into season two right now. Yes. Which I think has, has been really interesting so far mm-hmm. for both of us. I didn't. I don't want to say did the engine make me hate this season, but maybe that to some extent merits some examination because I think there are a lot of things about this season that I don't love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe we are harsher on it than we have to be. So far, I'm finding that my memory of it is a lot harsher than my experience of watching it. Yeah. You know when something like a movie comes out and everyone gives it really terrible reviews and you go see it and you're like, oh, it's it's fine, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did the same except I did it to myself. <laughs> so thumbs up. I'm I'm enjoying it. So yeah, far. so it's it's I've definitely been enjoying it much more than I thought I would. Uh-huh. So that's been interesting. And yeah, we can discuss that more. Yeah. But also part of the enjoyment is the like analysis. Yes, yes. Because I, I, like, si- I am forcing myself to like see every bit of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like what works about this? What doesn't? Why? Uh, what if they had done this? Yeah. So I just want to take a minute to talk about just like a general scam news in yes. the world. Uh, well, first of all, Scam España will end its season on Saturday. So we're gonna Yay. finish watching that and discuss it a little bit more. Hopefully, you checked out our Scam España episode. I know we don't talk about all of it. We we are excited yeah, we did for like it. how many episodes? Six. Well, I had seen up, I think up until eight, and you'd seen up until six. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we basically talk about I mean not every single detail, but like yeah, mostly about it was a good episodes. overview. But we haven't gotten to the end. I am so excited. I haven't seen more. I don't know you have. I have seen a little bit more and. And even though there was a victory, now I'm still tense because I'm I'm like, wait, what if, what if... How is this going to go? Yeah. How is it going to resolve? Yeah, and I'm still worried about Lucas still having some sort of twist. Something. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, uh, Scum Netherlands is also ending this week. And that's I, season one? That's season one. And it's the one that apparently seems to be in most danger of being cancelled. I don't know how true this is. I don't know how much this is the scam fandom freaking out. But there's literally been a campaign about people saying, like, yeah, you can watch the the dubbed versions, but try to also go uh, have a VPN? Oh, yeah, VPN. And watch it. Because they actually have it. It's actually a YouTube channel, like, uh, where the clips are at. Yeah. So if you are inclined to support it, that's one way to social support. It's really easy if you just go to Tumblr. There's, like, a scam Dutch Tumblr, and they have all the information and all the links. And um, That's cool. So basically, if you don't speak... Uh, where, which which country is this? Sorry, you said Dutch? Oh, so it's Netherlands, so it's Dutch. Yeah. So if you don't speak Dutch, uh, just put it on the just background. Just put it on the background just to <laughs> a lot show of pretty, the support. Because pretty kids. It, from what I've seen, like, I, the aesthetics of it are really interesting. Uh, Eva is, not sorry, not Eva, Nora is a person of color. Um, and, like, it, there's there's a lot of, like, interesting things about it that made me very excited for Yeah. It. Plus those gifts you sent me with the sparkles yes. are extra, so I'm yeah, it just it just seems like excited. it's a really interesting adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we might do that next. We'll see. We have to talk about it at all, but I just wanted to I just wanted to, for people to know that it's out there. Scam Italia is back. Very painful right now, but it's all gonna be fine by next week. Woo! <laughs> and then um and then well and then bad again. 
because that's how the show works. Like, pain, good, uh-huh. pain, good, pain, good. <laughs> and uh, and that's going to be ending sometime in December, season two. I saw an interesting tweet, because there's people on Twitter that have been watching Scam since season one. Sometimes they like to reminisce, to be mm-hmm. like, hey... Do you remember when, like, it was three of us on the tag and we were trying to explain to other people about, like, who's was and, like, how the <laughs> clips worked and all that stuff? Um, or, like, recently I read to it one where it was, like, do you remember when we were the Google Drive show? Because it used to be Google Drive was the only place where you could find yes, the episodes yeah. with the subs. Um, but another thing that they talked about that I hadn't thought about was the tweets that I saw today was, like, do you remember when they were shooting basically up until the last minute and then editing and then basically like sometimes like the days before the clip would actually air um so now you usually on the website you can tell how long the episode is going to be so if like oh if if you if you so far we've had five minute clips and the episode's going to be 20 minutes then we know that friday is going to be 15 minutes or whatever right but apparently there was like in the the uh anarchy website never knew like how long the episode was and there was just this constant anxiety of like how much content <laughs> do we have left until friday like uh-huh. uh, for this episode so that yeah that's so interesting to to think yeah. about because like now i feel like a lot of these shows are taking it much more like not professional but like scam italia shot all of this all of their second season over the summer even though everyone's wearing coats um and right now they're shooting season three as they're airing season two like right yeah so they are ahead of the curve in terms like it's it's they're they're more on a regular tv schedule yeah i was gonna say it's much more traditional tv schedule right Uh, um yeah less gorilla yeah yeah like uh shooting editing getting it to the distributor you know half an hour before they had to hit yeah, the button and that's why julie's life was all scam for two years yeah because that's all she did but we thank her for it um oh yeah and then the last thing the last thing i wanted to mention was that today was the today was the i think today was the release of the final of the scam scripts so that means now there are four volumes for uh, one for each season of scam of the original scripts and is it all the scripts for the season all the scripts for every season I think I'm gonna get them. I don't even care that they're in another language. Uh, oh yeah, all the scripts for every season. I just want them. <laughs> I know. It's so beautiful. And the title is just Scam, 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 Scam. So yeah. it's just like, ah, oh, beautiful. Uh, and and so the it seems there were some interesting reveals that we I should I talk about them? Like it's just little things. Oh yeah. Why not? Uh, I mean so Oh, because technically I guess we haven't like done that season. Yeah. But like well, one of them was, and this is what I was talking about, how how I have, I love the relationship between Julie and fandom, because I always feel like she's aware of fandom, and she's listening to them. She's still her, her own writer, which I admire a lot. Like, she doesn't, she will not change the story uh, based on what fandom wants. It's still uh-huh. her story very much, but yet there's still, um, I think, conversations and relationships and stuff that, like respond to what the people are saying or criticizing or just what they like what they don't like etc and so there was this moment uh there's this moment in season four where sana walks into the classroom and evan and isak are just like making out in a corner uh-huh. and then they're having like this conversation and then it's like cute and whatever it's like oh i can't i have to stay in the library because like i can't go home because you distract me blah 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 uh-huh. whatever <laughs> And apparently that didn't really have a script per se. It was a fan fiction from a Facebook, from a group, from a uh, Norwegian Facebook group that Julie's part of. And she, like, took the fan fiction she, and basically she liked like, it and put it in there. Yeah, she was like, hey, there's this fan fiction kind of, 
read it and take it from there. Uh Uh-huh. And it was, and they did. (laughs) I mean, that's awesome. Does she give him some sort of credit? I guess I, I don't know, I don't know the, where she the, would give the, him credit. The person seems to like. I saw the person on Twitter being like, "Oh, that was mine." Like, yeah. So it, I don't think that it was taken, because it's so interesting. Because I know of so many writers who refuse to read fan fiction, rightly so, right? It's, because they're afraid it'll influence their yeah. thinking. Which I I think I yeah, would be one. hundred percent. I get it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she also, and this is I I texted you saying Julie is so extra. Because she also included a little epilogue sort of telling you where everyone is at right now. So Sana has moved to Amsterdam to study medicine. It seems like she's still with Yusef. And Isak is studying biophysics at NTNU, which I just Googled this, is the Norwegian University of Science and Technology. So good for him. Evan is studying to become a teacher, which I know some people were upset about because they want him to be, like, a filmmaker. But it's not like you can be just... You don't have to be just one thing. Yeah, and also, like... Filmmaker, like you can get a degree as a teacher and work as a teacher and be still be a filmmaker. a filmmaker. Yeah. Anyway, and I, I think mean, most people, uh, is that's precisely what they do is get degrees in other things. And I think he would be a great teacher. Yeah. Uh, and then you know this fictional character, uh, Vilda and Chris are traveling in South America together for a couple of months, and then they're coming home in November. This is where the extra part comes in. Maddie is. <laughs> it would. Oh my God, to be a fly on that wall. Maddie is now in the military. <clears throat> which, uh, that is, like, people in Norway, this is, like, a very common thing. Like, uh, Iman, Sana, she was, she's in the military mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Um, all right, she was last year, but I think it's a, you, I think you have to do two years. I might be wrong. Okay. Wait, it's not, like, a mandatory thing, is it? It's not mandatory, but I feel like it's, like, strongly encouraged. I, we should look into this a little bit more. Okay, before we say things it's about Norway that aren't true. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I know that it, it doesn't even have the same implications that it does in the U.S., which I don't want to sure get open into. that can of worms, but yes. yeah, yeah. Magnus is working at a kindergarten. He and Vilda are kind of on a break, but like not really. Like they talk all the time, and they're still like into each other. Uh huh. Magnus working in a kindergarten is just perfect. And then Jonas is also working at the kindergarten. That I don't see. Okay, but here's the thing that I read online when because Yusuf was also working in a kindergarten when we met him in season four. I, from what I understand, it's a very standard job oh. to get right out of high school for some reason. Oh. I'll look into more information on that, but it seems like it's a, like... Like an inter- Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And then Nora is studying to become a journalist. That tracks. Yeah. And she's still together with William. That tracks. Of course. <laughs> and Eva is working selling insurance with some people who are like, what? And I'm like, again, it's just a job. Like, Josephine, our lead actress for this season, while she was filming, I think, this season, she was also working as, like, at a telemarketer or something like yeah I think it's like what 18 and 19 year olds they need to start making some money that doesn't mean she's gonna be selling health insurance for, for the rest of her, her life guys also, there's nothing wrong with health, selling health insurance not at all and then the the basically the thing that has cost a lot of debate online is that Eva and Yunas are not together Aww. again <laughs> so I mean listen I get it they're high school sweethearts how often does that happen except with Nora okay. and Wilhelm and then here's where the extraness comes in. Everyone's planning to get together when Chris and Eva, sorry, when Chris and Vilde come back from their tra- travels, which is November 22nd, which is tomorrow. 
Oh. Yeah. I wonder if that date was chosen, knowing when the clips were going to be published. Yeah, or for sure. It, it just seemed. Yeah. So, so that's why I was like, Julianne is so extra because <laughs> like all of our fictional characters are supposed to be meeting up for a party tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to oh. have a celebratory beer at Thanksgiving for them. We, yes. We, the two of us can... Uh... Yeah, so everyone's traveling for, to Oslo. Maddie is concerned he might not get the time off in time. <laughs> uh, but everyone else is traveling to Oslo to get get together and hang out. Awesome. So, yay! They, they live in the world yeah. of our imaginations. All right, um, I think that's all I had. Uh, that's really fun. I love that she did a postscript. Uh, because I, you know, when you get really attached to characters, I, I, like, I have thought, like, what would happen to these people? And yeah, uh, but it's really fun to hear from the creator. From the creator again. That doesn't mean you have to accept everything that's canon. Like the stories ended to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah, but I like, I like it a lot. I'd like to know what she thinks happened to them. Yeah, that's of course. Interesting, even yeah. if I think I don't get it, like, oh well. I was gonna say like you and us being a school teacher, but then you told me it's kind of a common thing. So it's from not... my understanding of what Tumblr right. told me <laughs> <Right>. again, <laughs> grain of salt. <laughs> That's like the twenty first century version of like Peter told Paul. Told... <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr told me, and I'm telling you. <laughs> That's just what I heard, guys. Okay, so now um, are you ready? Yeah. Should we talk about episode three? Yeah. So we are talking about. Um, Nora's season, uh, season two, episode three, which is called "Are You Hiding Something fr- from Us?" Oh, uh, yeah. I and, forgot to look at the title, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, and this is basically the episode where Nora lies a lot. <laughs> Con- continuing in the theme so far, uh, I will say. Yeah, uh, William and the penetrators get into a fight of sorts, yes. or we hear about it more than anything. And yes. uh, but really the. Biggest chunk of the episode is that William has a party. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it is like half the episode. It is half the episode. Okay. Uh, yeah, normally we do think we're, we were talking about recapping uh, again and doing it scene by scene, but looking through it, I was like, this is like five scenes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Same. Half the episode is at the party. Yeah, so, I mean, and we can still sort of recap it, but it's, yeah. it's, we'll yeah. have to break it down as it go, as they go along. As they yeah. go along. That's fine. Um, yeah, so basically, <clears throat> the episode opens with Nora at her apartment, where Eva is passed out on the couch. Yeah, I mean, everyone's had that roommate mo- moment. Uh, <laughs> when you're walking just to go brush your teeth, minding your own business, and your roommate's friends, ex- except in this case, it's, it's her, her your friend, friend. <laughs> part who was partying with your roommate, uh, passed out drunk on the couch with, in this case, also a uh, strange boy. He has a name and he shows up at the end too. He does, Hal- yeah. Halvor. 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 Is that the name she thinks is his name or the one that he Look, actually says? I don't is know, his but name? it's the one she repeats at the party. Oh. So I don't know. <laughs> if... You know what? I actually think it's the name she calls him, which is not uh, his but... real name. Which oh, that's really... right, because she's drunk both times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, Eva asked Nora about her date, and Nora's face is like, what? Oh, God, how did oh she God. know? Oh I God. took me a little bit to catch up on this because I was like, I mean, does Eva realize that the whole birthday boy thing is not real? Which gets answered in the next scene. Yeah. But anyway, it took a second to be like, wait, what's going on? Who knows what? What's what's the I subtext mean, here? So basically you are Nura, who was like, what is going on? That's that's true. But that is that is the first moment of her life catching up to her to a certain extent. It and, will continue. And basically her whole, her whole actions for most of the episode is like, Here's my life. Oh shit! Who knows what's, who who knows who knows what and when? And then her trying to make sh- keep it all contained. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so then Eskil comes out, um, and he's all like, birthday boy! Yes, being his amazing, fabulous Eskil self, uh... Litlin makes a brief appearance to tell everyone to quiet down. Quiet down. Because <laughs> uh, also everyone's had that roommate experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then this is where Nora follows Eskil into the kitchen to basically scream at him to be like, first of all, what did you tell Eva? And he's like, well, you lied, and I had to cover for your lies with yeah. more lies. I mean, her indignation in the scene is kind of hilarious, yeah. because he is absolutely in the right, yeah. and he did actually a fabulous thing for her, because he totally covered for her. He pretended it was his birthday. It was totally logical that since his roommate, Nora, wasn't available to party, and Eva felt like partying, let's party. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then so that was like he could have been, and then it and then it turns. What I love about Eskil is that he has this way of taking all of Nora's anger and like and just like turning it on its head and just making it like sort of, not fun but like like that. But scene, yeah, like in a delightful way, diffusing exactly like and and the scene just turns into like a really lovely scene where he's sort of uh making fun of her and then hugging her and she, yeah. and then she also like can't she has she, to she give can, yeah he's he's irresistible yeah, she can't exactly yeah. even Nora can't can can't stay ha- angry yeah she has to give in to him <laughs> uh, and i just thought it was really cute also um I looked at the text messages, and now I remember how we were like, but how old is Eskil, and what does he do with his life? Oh, yeah. He attends the University of Oslo. Oh. So, I don't know what he's studying, but through the text messages, uh, we find... What does, what do you think he's studying? (laughs) (laughs) Can we imagine? I feel like it would be something surprisingly boring, like accountant. (laughs) Like, in stark contrast. Or he's like... I don't know, the wokest of them all is studying, like, some sort of... Oh, like, queer theory or something. Yeah, some, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But either one works for me, because I could also just him being like, well, I needed to study something, so here's here's accounting. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like he's, he'd more picked something that would be, um... Uh, I mean, easy, but also, like, that like he could, like, slide through, but also it'd be practical in the other yeah. end. Actually, I could see him being a teacher. Yeah, I could see it. I think he'd be a really fun teacher. Okay. Uh, I can talk about Eskil all day. We should probably move on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's so, he's so amazing this episode. I know, it's the beginning of his, like, shiningness. <laughs> yeah, so much. Okay, so now, um, that's it for that clip. Next clip is, basically, I don't, I don't think we mentioned this last time, but the date between Nora and William got cut short because he got a phone call and he was like, gotta go. And in, in on Monday, mm-hmm. we find out why that is, sort of. I mean, it's still kind of mysterious, but mm-hmm. basically it's this, like, long tracking shot throughout the school, one take, uh, hilariously escalating mm-hmm. the dialogue co- between people about what's what happened over the weekend. Uh, and the, it, apparently the penetrators got into a fight with some group who call themselves Yakuza. <laughs> because of course. Because of course they do, even though it's like horribly offensive. But okay, what I mean, there's also a band called, I mean, a group called the Penetrators, so the bar is set low for offensiveness. Uh, and anyway, just this dialogue is great because it just starts with like, there was a fight and it ends up with like, it ends on William, like on somebody saying, William saw his mother dead <laughs> in bed <laughs> and he just snapped. Uh, anyway, the shot ends by finding the girl squad. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they're all discussing it, of course, as well. Vilda is horribly worried about William. She texted him multiple times. William did not respond until finally he just said, I'm alive. <laughs> uh, she is not getting the hint. No. Nora is very uncomfortable with the whole thing. But then... Uh, and then Eva drops the bomb. How does Eva always know? Like, she's always like, oh, but I heard this. And then everyone's like, what? Yes, Eva has, like, an interesting story we can talk about later over the course of the season or for the rest of this, uh, for the re- basically the rest of the time of the show. But, um... I th- in this part of it, I find her delightful. So because she she's like completely kind of oblivious, but like also the smartest one yes, of all. Yes, yes. I was gonna talk about that in, yes. in, in the next scene, but yeah. basically she's like, oh, but I actually heard William wasn't even at the fight. Like they were looking for William, but he was like with some girl. And Nora just looks like she wants the earth to swallow her up. Uh, yes, and it's amazing. And then like basically Vilda's an obsession for the for what we see of her for the rest of the episode is like. What girl? What, what girl? girl? What girl? And then he's... Who could it be? Who could it be? Like, <laughs> trying to figure it out um, is kind of amazing. Yes, but before we get to Nora obsessing... I mean, Vilda obsessing about that is one of the best slow-mo... Oh, that's literally <laughs> what I wrote! Hi, this might possibly be the best slow-mo on the show. I, I think it's a strong contender. By that, I mean, it, I think it is my favorite. Um, probably because the music that's playing. Yes. Did you notice it? Yes, it's I. It's uh, Kanye West and Jay-Z. Yeah, I need a slow-mo video right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ilias, I don't know what the name of the song is. Ilias Motherfucker Alive. Ah, uh, there you go. I mean, it is super appropriate, because here comes William with all the Penetrator boys. Including uh, Penetrator Chris, who is, like, all beat up. All of them are beat up to one degree or another, except William, which I feel like, to his credit, I feel like he looks embarrassed about, and a little bit contrite. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um. <laughs> William's hair is on point <laughs> like I don't like I don't know yeah yeah and then and then if it was just that that would be enough but it's not just that because then the shot sort of moves to Nora's face and she's just watching him. the way that she looks at him is like girl you're not lying to anyone <laughs> and then her her also moves in this like beautiful like her hair in general slow-mo amazing way like I think I just want to gif that shot of her hair that hair oh it's so beautiful yeah her hair in general is amazing in this episode is particularly fantastic yeah it is actually Uh, her hair is pretty amazing this entire episode yeah I don't know what they did to it differently but it's hard to miss um yeah it's it's great I part of the reason why I love all the slow-mos in the show but this one especially is because it's a very fine line to walk to both make fun of something and be enjoying it at the same time and the show does it repeatedly uh and when they do it right they do it perfectly and this is one of those moments yeah a hundred percent uh like you're both with nora kind of thinking like this is absurd but also damn that's hot yeah i know i shouldn't be thinking that but i do and what's wrong with me and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff so and it's also a shot that's very much so much in her point of view like it's so interesting even the music like suddenly the the music and sort of the slow-mo it abruptly stops the minute like I think Bilda says something that like snaps everyone out yes and it's so well done yes I believe she says uh I don't I didn't write it down but I'm sure it's something along the lines of is it ex-girl because that's the very next scene yeah uh they're looking at the window in their like little hallway space that we always see mm-hmm. and Vilda is just like calling out girls of like maybe it's so-and-so from the third year maybe it's so-and-so 
no, she's too skinny. No, she's too fat. Well, no, not sorry, not too skinny. No, because no, no. <laughs> that gets yeah. into the conversation. But um, basically, she's like making kind of somewhat rude comments. I mean, whatever. They're honest. I forgive Ilda a lot. Yeah, uh, I do too. And basically, Nora is calling her out the same way that you're being like, well, shouldn't, we should. You shouldn't be talking about, about the people girl, about this people way. This yeah, way. I mean, yeah, especially the girl. Uh, and Bilda is like, look, like I'm just saying, like people have different types, and Williams is skinny girls, and then she says, like you, yes, Bilda, you're so close, you're so close to putting it together. Um, yeah, I like the conversation. It touches on some stuff that was happening in the earlier scene. I mean, sorry, in the earlier, the previous episode, in terms of talking about. Vilda's perspective um, on men and women and, uh, like, the way we look at each other yeah. versus Nora's, like, well, a Nora, little bit more, yeah, well, I don't know, woke perspective. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I think what, what I found fascinating over the first two episodes was that Nora's fem- feminism, I believe in it, but it also feels very performance-like. Um like, she knows what are the lines that are expected of her in this role of yeah. the feminist girl. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. They feel performance-like, but they do feel like rules she yeah. has set for yes. herself. Yeah, rules. Uh, that she's sort of accepted. Um, or uh, determined that these are the correct way to be. Uh, Vilda is very honest, and I admire that about her. Well, I think this is the last time we see Vilda this episode. Yeah. So she's I want not the party, right? Did she's we just not. Talk, we, we just, just talk, talk about, about her. her. Yeah. So I want to. I. I just wanted to reiterate once more that I find it so fascinating how everyone, especially Nora, underestimates her through conversations like this, and I think through conversations uh, in the text messages too. You get the sense that she might not know everything that's going on right now, Vilda, but she she is right that Nora is hiding something, and she that she she says this in this episode. That's very true. She's that she's the one who says, "What are you hiding from uh-huh. us?" Like, she's much more perceptive than everyone else gives her credit for. Yes, she is really perceptive, though she doesn't necessarily always put the pieces together. Yeah. She, and perhaps more than almost any of the other girls, is intuitively, like, aware of when someone is lying or yeah. covering up for something. Yeah, that doesn't mean... She, that there's subtext going on, even if she doesn't understand what yeah. it is, she knows something is going on. Yeah, and on. she can still be insensitive, and she can still be, like, disrespectful and all of that. There's a reason why... I find the Sana and Vilda dynamic so fascinating because Sana has never questioned the fact that Vilda is smart and strong mm-hmm. and a badass, even when she fucking hates her. Right. Uh, because sometimes she thinks that Vilda... Sana 100% thinks that Vilda is the most annoying person in the world, but she loves her and respects her and usually does not yes, underestimate that's her. such a rare dynamic on any show, yeah. I think, uh, that I can think of where... You can be annoyed with someone and still recognize their strengths and also their value as a person in general. Yeah, which is why I think when we get to season four, whenever that might be, I think Vilda's comments hurt hurt so much because because they are coming from her. And Sana, at this point, genuinely loves and cares for this person. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't know how to handle that whole thing. But we can talk about that later. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I did like Vilda's comments about... Some girl, some guys like, I mean, different guys like different tastes. It's just something about that made me pause and think because you run across this with, especially like with online dating, mm-hmm. um, because you can be so specific about what you're looking for, like yeah. to you know, and to the point where I know for 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 sure that people limit searches based on 
uh, not just looks, but like um, race or ethnicity, yes, 100%. religion, yeah, and it's this weird thing of like. Well, you can't help what you're sexually attracted to. On the other hand, there's nothing wrong with examining yeah. yourself. Like, why am I attracted or not attracted to a certain group? Where does that come from? Because it all comes from, you know, social. So anyway, just and, interesting yeah, to watch and, that with and, Zilda. And having a type and is, is different from, like, basically, like, blanket statements of, no, I would never date this or that, which is a problem. <laughs> right, though, right. So it has a lot of... It's just interesting in that moment with Zilda and Nura because I, I feel like Nura, who does come from, like, this feminist perspective is almost certainly thinking that when she's listening yeah, to yeah, she's not wrong. Zilda talk. She, she's not on wrong. On the other hand, Nora is participating in that patriarchy, whatever that William represents, because she does look like the type and she is the type interested in William. I mean yeah. it's not her fault what she looks like. Yeah. But she's interested and she like she's aware suddenly I, I love that scene not I mean, a little bit for Vilda but also for Nora because it's like it brings for her to to light to her uh like it underlines maybe is a better way of phrasing it how she's participating in this system yeah, even, of William even if she does not want to yeah, yeah which yeah. is which is her struggle yes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then uh Vilda basically sets up that William is having a party on Friday mm-hmm. uh Nora announces that she's definitely not going and then Vilda leaves but the scene isn't over because, because Eva is here to be delightful yes because like while the two of them are talking it cut, it keeps cutting away to eva kind of with this like furrowed brow like she's well, processing something because bill they keep saying like you're hiding something from us you're hiding something yeah. from us and we know that you know eva knows that nora uh nora wasn't had a date on friday night which is the night that william yeah. wasn't at the party and she was the I mean, only the person fight. who was present who has been present for a lot of the interactions right. between <laughs> william and and nora right like because because the first season was her point of view, but still, right, like, right, right. she was there. Yeah, the whole headphones. Like thing. she has a whole lot of information that no one else, else does. no one else does. In any case, she with like the biggest grin on her face is like, "It's you. You are the one dating William," which Nora obviously can't deny. Eva, Eva guesses the truth, and I'm like, I did not remember this happened and it i was so delighted yeah, by it absolutely me too uh and it's just all around a fun interaction actually yeah like, she calls it like budget gossip girl yes i love when shows call themselves out so that's that's what i that's what i was thinking too <laughs> and also when i say like julian conversation with the fandom like yeah. i think calling like eva saying i feel like i'm in budget gossip girl is sort of the show <laughs> calling itself out a little bit uh yeah. so i loved it a lot and at the same time julie gets to kind of like say because Nura finishes the scene by saying don't ever bring up Gossip Girl again yeah. which I feel like is oh, again Julie speaking to the fans yeah I wrote Julie are you talking to us yeah. and then basically Eva also wants to know like wait no but do you actually like him yes and this Nora. and this is where Nora continues her being a lying liar who lies uh-huh. uh huh because just... she doesn't really answer she nope. just like finds a yeah. slide She's sideways like, uh-huh. way out mm-hmm. of it let's uh what class what oh what <laughs> who's calling me um, yeah. <laughs> oh, before we get to the party, because we're gonna get to the party uh-huh. in, like, a scene, some of the other stuff we found out in the text messages in this episode is that Isak and Sarah broke up. Hello? Why did anyone, no one mention this? This is really important news. Yeah. Uh, and this is, the, so this is the first time ever that I've looked at the text messages okay. for season two. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, that is. Usually a text message is just sort of a, like, filler. Well, But yes, this is, like, actually. Yes, yes and no. There's actually, usually text messages are really good at setting up things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was listening to the other scam podcast. 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> After we did our episode, uh-huh. I listened to theirs, uh, and that's when I realized, oh, yeah, I should look at the uh-huh. at the text messages. And one of the things that they pointed out, so that I went and looked for it, was that in the first or second episode, Nora, in the group chat, talks about sexual assault and rape in in Norway and how most of it, like 45% of it or something, happens at parties. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like... It is, uh, yeah, it's like filling out their characters in this amazing way and the world, but also like hinting at stuff. Yeah, that's hinting at stuff. Yeah, right now in Scam España, I think, Nora, Nora is uh, on her Instagram, she, she's been talking about like, because there's, there's been a lot of stuff about rape in Europe recently and cases that are awful. Mm. And so she, she's, she was reacting to some, some sort of the latest news that happened this week. Got it, yeah. So it's was, cool they get to react in real time. Yes. Things that are happening the things that in are the happening world. in the world. So that was interesting. Okay, so now we're back at the Nora's uh, apartment. I do want to say one more thing about Nura. To her credit, I do think she seems to really be looking out for Vilda in that she has found herself in a bind. I mean, she's put herself in yeah, a bind. Yeah, yeah. Which is that she's, you know, she, she kind of can't pursue things with William. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be willing to let that be. Yes. She's not going to pursue things with William because of because, Vilda. Because of Vilda. Yeah. And I think and I think there's still a layer to like self preservation, obviously. But uh-huh. I yeah, but I agree with you. I but I also don't her want... smile the whole time when she's talking about William. It goes back to that Yeah. That look she was giving him in the slow mo, which is like Oh, you're not fooling anyone, girl. Yeah, but but yeah, but but I agree with you. Like I I because we love Nora so much, and it's not just because we're questioning some of her things doesn't mean that we think she's a terrible person. She's not, and I 100 percent believe that her motivation of not hurting Vilda is 100 percent honest. Like yeah, yeah, that is she she cares a lot about. Yes, her. I think if it do you think if it came down to William at this stage, definitely if it came down to between William and Vilda, she would choose Vilda. Uh, I mean, she is choosing Yeah, she Bilda. is choosing... I think she is uh, actively choosing Bilda right yeah, now. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. Even if she... It's a hard internal yeah. struggle that she doesn't feel comfortable sharing with anyone. Yes, which is, like, her Achilles yeah, which, heel. But, which is her. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's true for her throughout, though, when I think about it. But anyway. Yeah, uh, so then she's... Uh, it's Friday night. Woo! And she's just watching TV with Lynn. And Lynn is basically being Lynn. She's all... Oh, yeah, moping about, like, how's school? I bet it's terrible. I hated school. You kind of... Lynn is one of those people who you think... Who you get the impression just hates everything. She... Yeah. Uh, Except apparently she loves The Bachelor. That was also in the text. Oh, is that they were watching? I don't... I don't think that's what they were watching, but on the text messages, oh. it is, it is uh, mentioned more than once. Ones in the group chat that she loves The Bachelor. Excellent. But yeah, Lynn definitely is a person who hates everything, definitely is a person who probably needs some uh, help, professional help. Uh, yeah. Uh, but she's I, also just kind of a drag to be around for yes. Nora, who's like trying to ignore this weird dialogue, scrolling through her Instagram, Instagram. Uh, sort of sadly, because everyone's at its party having a great time, and she can't, she she can't, can't go, go to. And she gets a text message from Ava, basically saying, there's drama between William and uh, Vilda at the party. And, and that's then, all it says. And then I think it said Vilda's in the bathroom crying Oh, or yes, right. She doesn't say come or anything like yeah. that, but... Nora immediately tries to call back, uh, mm-hmm. and she gets no answer. Uh, and so, of course, what, uh, what... What's a girl to do? What's a girl to do but go? So she goes straight to the party, except... Did you notice that she had enough time to change her outfit and put on some makeup? Uh, and put on some delightful makeup. Yes, I did notice, <laughs> and I was going to ask you about it. Yes. Uh, yes, very... Because, you know, she's not going to go looking... <laughs> 
No. Like, she just rolled off the couch. No, no, no. Not when William's there. Not when William's gonna be... She's going to William's apartment. Like, yeah. there is, like, a 99.9% chance that she's gonna run into him. <laughs> she's, she's gotta look yes. good. Yes. So she gets to the, um, to the apartment, she walks in, and Eva is very drunk. Yes, and my unending love for Lisa Teague. Of course, I had to point out how what a good drunk she plays. I also made a note of yeah. how good of a drunk she is. <laughs> she even has that like drunk um, glow, the like pink mm-hmm. cheeks and neck, uh, which I am very, which is what I get when I drink. So I recognize, <laughs> I know it very well. So basically, Nora is trying to ask after Vilda. Uh, she manages to get out that Vilda ran away, and I think at this point we're supposed to assume that like maybe Chris and Sana are with her because we never see either of them at the party. Right, But we know true. from pictures that they were there at some point. Yeah, that's true. Then, uh, Jonas walks in. Yes. And Eva continues her... This is kind of an interesting moment where she's like... Where she's basically hugging Jonas and saying like, I love you. You know how much I love yeah, you? Yeah, she's like, best friends forever. Best friends forever. And it's both genuine and it of course, it's a little bit that, like, drunk love, you know, yes. like how you, some people yeah. uh, are just very happy and love everyone when they're drunk, like myself, for example. It it does, it is a little bit of a continuation of the... Yeah, of what we've been talking about. ...from last episode. Yeah, and, there, and there's a little bit, a beat more of it in a sec, mm-hmm. uh, because... Maybe we can talk about it, like, out of order, because this party scene gets very complicated. Well, basically, yeah, do you just want to do all of the Eva and Jonas, what's left of that? Yeah, because it's very short. Basically, a little bit later, so, well, so she... she so, uh, Nora, well, Nora sees William, and she, so she hands Eva her coat, and then she basically goes to find William, and Eunice stops her, and is like, you gotta take care of her, have you seen her? Of course, all Eva is doing is macking on some guy in the corner. The same guy from the f- first from scene. From the first scene, yeah. And Eva, I mean, Nora is like, um, she seems to be fine, which I totally agree with. And it is a little bit of a hint that maybe Jonas, who up until this point we haven't seen express a lot of, mm-hmm. I don't know, jealousy or regret or whatever. Um, it seems to be a little bit of like a, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I thought uh, I thought it was interesting too that Jonas is like, wait, 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 what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Of course he's not wrong because she is like she is super very drunk, drunk. drunk, and, and that, I think Nora is kind of wrong in thinking it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as will like come to fruition in a second because as she goes, I think she goes to the bathroom or while even maybe even before she does, Nora does uh, a fight breaks out between some guys over Ava. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's between. I kind of was confused, but I don't uh, think Jonas he, is involved in the yes, fight. Yes, he is. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. Okay. Jonas, no, Jonas is involved in the fight. Okay, I guess that makes sense. So after talking to Nora, he goes over there and tries to separate two of them. Yeah, or something, or basically tell Eva. I don't, we don't know because we don't see it. We right. only see the aftermath, but I assume he's like, she's too drunk, like, blah, blah, blah. It becomes a thing. Punches are exchanged, and then Eva sort of, like, bails. Uh, what, bails from the party. Yeah, because William breaks up the fight. Yeah, William um, breaks up the fight, and Eva... And all the people involved sort of skedaddle out of there. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, we we we'll kind of go back to that a little bit, but yeah, that's pretty much the whole of it. And it's basically reaffirm. It's just it's a very efficient way to be like these two are very complicated right now. Yes, and I do like. I mean, I I do love actually the sense that like these stories continue on in the background, even though we're focusing on one character for yeah. a season. That they have a life. I super wish we had more of Ava because I love yeah, her Yeah, well, because of the thing, like, I feel like, I feel like season four does a good job with sort of keeping E back in the background still there. Uh-huh. Um, there's definitely too much Norham, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> But, but, it, but then Eva, and, Eva, Eva is... Eva's story sort of gets reduced to, like, 
she's like a dumb blonde, uh, dumb party girl. I know, I hate it so much. And I, I, at this plot point, I enjoy it, but the way it just continues being that without any recognition of like, is this good? Should she be growing out of this? Like, yeah, uh, it, it bums me out. Bums me out a little bit too. Yeah. Maybe if we'd had more seasons or more, yeah, time, the Maybe. show would have brought her back. Uh, so basically, well, first of all, I think. Nora was not going to find any bathroom. She was just uh, looking definitely for not. William. <laughs> so she's walking around um, the the apartment, sort of kind of like wa- looking for him, but not trying to be too obvious. And then she bumps into him. Uh-huh. And the look that he has, I described as, why, why does he kind of look like he's an American psycho, but I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has this like starstruck look um but uh but do you know why you're into it and why i'm into it is because it's honest (laughs) like like it's creepy a little bit because he's so like he's seeing god yes but also he's so intense about it but he's like he's like she's here yes and there's a few moments in this episode where he gets to be really genuine where his smile like is yeah. calculated. Yes, that's why I loved it. You know, it, he, he, it's like a moment where he's like real. He's, yeah. He comes through. The person and that's why, comes okay, through so the I persona. Think I, I forgot, I was going to preface this and say, this is the one episode of them, of Norhelm, that I really enjoy. Uh-huh. And it's like, if I were to be Norhelm trash, this would be like my holy grail because it's just a lot of the things about them that make me uncomfortable are sort of in the background or not as important. Yeah, yeah, Or, yeah. or not... It, they're not. It's not part of the dynamic. It's not part of the dynamic, and the dynamic is just kind of like these two opposite people dealing with the fact that yes. they like each other, and like within and notably, and this becomes more apparent when they're like sort of bantering a little bit later on. But they're on equal footing in this yes. scene. Yes, yes, and that's episode. that's it. Yeah, yeah. there. It, no one is coercing anyone. Yeah, uh, no... the interest is genuine from both sides. Yeah, they're both enjoying the hell out of each other. Yes. And they're both, like, making fun of themselves and the other person uh, at the same time. Anyway, we can, we can get to that uh, Yeah, but because, because uh, Nora's Nora and she can't just be like, I came to see you because we're not there yet. Uh, uh-huh. She's all like, what did you say to Vilda? Um, like, did you, yeah. you and, okay? And, and in a very decent human moment, he just says she was interested in me and I wasn't and I just told her that. Yeah. Uh, which seems to be completely true. Yeah, it seems to be completely true. Again, we don't know how he said it because uh. he can't, he does he not can be seem, a dick, but he does, yeah, he is a dick about saying that. But I mean, he's right. He he, he didn't want to. Then yeah, he, yeah. Also, Vilda can like throw a fit over even yes. if he just very rationally told her no. Yeah, um, and then basically he promises that you know your secret is still safe. I yeah, didn't tell her yeah. anything. Uh, That's when the fight happens. And then yes. immediately after the fight, the police arrive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so William's sort of very, like, man, man, manly, in a manly manner, uh, breaks up the fight, just tells everyone to get out. Of course, the police are arriving at that very, very moment, moment, saying, like, shut this down, it's too loud, your neighbors are complaining. It's They're also, like, the most cordial police that I've ever seen. I was like, is this what Norwegian police are like? Because And, and they're also, like... Yeah, just like shut it down, and and none I, of no one seems to react to the police either. Yeah. They're just like, oh, the police are here. I guess the party's over. Yeah, it's like a, they're like security guards or something, and then the police leave. They don't even wait to see for the party. I mean, I this has to be somewhat toned down because well, you even, can't make it too much of a thing because in the ep- it would ruin well, the episode. Well, also in season three, the like opening party is everyone running away from the police. Oh, right, right, right. So right. like, is a Norway thing, but is it also a sign of like William wealth privilege? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think 
both things are true, and also I think it's true that the writer just needed to be done with yeah. that particular yeah, and situation and very fine, quickly. Guys, who cares? Yeah, it's not. It, we're not gonna nitpick the hell out of yeah, this. Yeah, no, no, it was fine. Um, uh, and and that's when basically the party's dead. Everyone starts to go home, and that's when Nora realizes that Eva took her coat. Oh yes, and, and all her, her phone, things, including her, her keys. keys. So she's trying to get a hold of Eva. Eva's not well. She's takes uh, William's cell phone, phone, tries to get hold of Eva. Eva doesn't answer. She calls Eskild. She leaves him a voice message. But I will say, I, I had to make a note of the fact that she apparently, I get, isn't it piggy, but the fact that she both knew Eva's number by heart and, oh, and Eskild's number by I mean, heart. they're roommates. Like, though, that's fair. I don't know anyone's I, number by heart. I know but, my best friend's number because she's had it since seventh grade. If you put a gun to my head and told me I had to call Nan right now, my roommate, like, yeah. I have... I think it starts with 818. <laughs> I don't even know the area code, guys. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Eva, it's conceivable William has Eva's number, I suppose, but there's yeah. no way he has S-Kills. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. But anyway, but it's, okay. it's such a small thing, but I, yeah, yeah. It's it just, is a funny observation. And then, <laughs> she's, oh, yeah. Okay, and then she's sort of, Nora's just sort of walking around. Um, the and party that's kind of winding no, down. No, winding down, and then that's, we see her, just her face first, I think, of like, what, this kind of disgust. <laughs> uh, and then it, we reveal that it's Penetrator Chris. Um, with two girls. With two girls. Making out with both of them, having them make out with each other. I'm 100% sure this is here to make William look better. Yeah, because then William's sense behind her yeah. and is also tr- sharing the, basically the same expression. Yeah, and it's like, get out. <laughs> yeah, more of annoyance than anything, and he's all like, get out. And he goes, yeah, dude, you're making me look bad. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yes. his attitude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought, and I thought it's such a, I thought it's a minor P. Chris and uh, William moment, but it works really well where he's mm-hmm. like, oh, are you coming with me? And it's just like a look. And then uh-huh. he's, he's like, of course not. Like, yeah, I bros. know. I, he's like, I know. I know. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> he knows he's been uh, out, uh, like, out, like, more, uh, outvalued by Nora. Yeah. He gets n- yeah, it. N- n- Nora is really the, the eyes on the prize, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, okay, so then this is, basically, the setup of this next part is that we're waiting for Eskil to come back. Right. Uh, but while we do that, the two of them just get to hang out in... And his now empty apartment. In his now empty apartment. And is he, this is where he's making her hot chocolate? Uh, f- yeah, I mean, beforehand, she, she starts before just asking him about his family, like, when, when were your parents coming home? And that's when we start getting the sad... Oh, yeah. Sad backstory. A sad rich boy backstory. So he's like, oh, my dad's in London and my mom, like, isn't here. Like, she, she lives somewhere else with some other man. And uh-huh. Nora, you can see Nora's, like, she's she, she's feeling bad for him, which she doesn't want to do. Uh-huh. But, like, it's getting to her, all of that. He offers her a drink. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't drink. And that's when we get to the cocoa scene, which I actually really like the cocoa scene a lot. Yeah, it's cute. So basically, yeah, he's, um... He's making her cocoa, and he's trying to be, like, sort of, like, cute about it. And she keeps being obsessed with his tragic backstory and asking more and more questions. Yes, and she asks about his, if he's any brothers and sisters, and that's when we get the information that he has a brother in Stockholm, which will be important later in the season. Yeah, uh, he, she asks again about the mom. He calls his mom something bad. Um, <laughs> yes, which which we shouldn't repeat. It's the c word. Um, which well, actually, we don't know. We it's don't in know. Norwegian, it could but be. it's the equivalent of <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, she kind of has a reaction to that, um, which I was a little like fine. I mean, it was a fine dialogue between them. Um, he kind of reduces it to. 
she's basically saying like you have to be complete misogynist about it and he says i'm being honest if i'm yeah it like do you all do you want me to only be honest if it's politically correct yes i have which i feel like it's annoying to reduce this argument yeah, to so my, my an, it's ans- not a question of either or those two things. Yes, my my answer was both to be amused by the whole exchange because I thought it was well done, uh-huh. and then oh, also, yeah, and well then done. also to be like, yeah, that seems like a good starting point, William. Like <laughs> yeah, well, at the bare like at the bare fucking minimum, or like like the the like. Political correctness isn't about putting a veneer of politeness no, on your misogyny. No, no, It's about not being misogynistic. Yeah, exactly. It's not an either-or situation, yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's, yeah, it's just like an amusing conversation where they're just not really communicating. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit like, why doesn't she, she can retort to this, um, which is perhaps maybe where that feeling comes from that you mentioned earlier. I haven't thought of this before, but the feeling that, like, her, to some extent, her uh, feminist thinking is a little bit of just like rules she has set for herself rather than Mm -hmm. something that she has completely if not thought through then at least isn't not to the degree that she feels comfortable debating Mm -hmm. aspects like this uh which is totally fair because she's like 16 years old so like i can barely do it now and i'm 20 years older yeah yeah there's there's this thing sometimes that the scam fandom does and, and maybe i'm doing it at this moment too where we're judging like these 16 and 17 year olds like they're adults who should have like all the experience and understanding of the world yeah and they're not that's yeah. literally what the whole point is they're yeah. like babies yeah like there, there was can i say like a scam italian th- scam yeah, italian thing there was the moment this week where martino which is the isa character snaps at his mother mm-hmm. like screams at her right and everyone was like why is he doing that and i was like because he's 16 Cause years he's old. 16 and he's overwhelmed and, like... Who hasn't yet Yeah, exactly. He feels bad about it five seconds later and also, like, like there's a lot of other circumstances. Uh-huh. But I was like, no, don't judge him for that at all. I can still... I still very clearly remember moments that I was like, shit to my mother. Like, oh, and I yeah. still carry them with me. Yeah, And I'm yeah. like, oh, she totally didn't deserve that. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Totally. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just saying, like... Yes, we can analyze and criti- and like try to make sense of these things, but I'm also like, Nora as a feminist, that is true. That doesn't she's negate a, the fact that she's like 16 years old. Or yeah, 17, and she, yeah, and she doesn't have all the answers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the scene goes on. They're just kind of bantering for most of it. She finds his penetrator, uh, penetrator's sweatshirt. She ki- kind of mocks him for it. Uh, she finds his guitar. She mocks him for that. Yeah. I think th- there's a delightful dynamic between them. Um, obviously the actors have chemistry off the charts. Yeah, they have a lot of chemistry, and this is that instance where you were like, his his smile is just so genuine. Totally. And he's taking shit from her, and he's like, fine with yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't fucking yeah. care. He, like, he knows what a cliche he is, and he is fine with that. Anytime that she pokes him on anything, uh-huh. he's like, yeah, he's this is not him at any point, like, challenging. Yeah what she's saying because most of what she's saying he knows there's like a grain of fucking truth to it we know we know what those sweatshirts are like we know he's not defending himself he's not um he's not manipulating or calculating he's just genuinely like enjoying enjoying her company a hundred percent also this is not related but i wrote that nora in a turtleneck looks like i always think i look in a turtleneck (laughs) like well like why i expired to look Very few people can pull it off. Yeah, and she, she can't. That actress is unearthly beautiful. She reminds me of January Jones or like oh, yeah, Grace yeah, Kelly. Yeah, there is. Yes, a hundred percent. In in that just 
kind of like this idealized Western idea of beautiful, and and in, like they embody I, that. Yeah, and like I think again, I want to mention her hair because it doesn't not it does not matter what style of her she has hair she has or how long it is. She always looks amazing. She has it long right now, and she looks like sort of like a Godiva goddess wow. like situation. Anyway, uh, you should follow Josephine on. Instagram, so you can admire her beautiful hair. I will. I totally will. Um, yeah, and so basically, he's honest, he's vulnerable. Oh, wow. That <laughs> hair. Okay, sorry. Uh, she, Gabby just showed me a picture of, of her in, like, a jungle. Yeah. I just want to stop for a sec and talk about the guitar scene, because it's been one of my all-time scenes, all, all favorite, one of my favorite scenes of all time, like, since I saw it. Like, it's... I don't know why the the thing is Nora doesn't get to be playful a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, because that's not the role that she has in the friend group. That's not the role she's given for herself. So it's like all her sort of like guards are down, and she's just teasing him. Uh-huh. And I just love it. And she plays the guitar, and she gets to sing. And I know. She, and it's lovely. Can she be any less perfect, please, <laughs> for one second. Uh, but yeah, but it's a nice moment because she's both being playful with him and it's like sweet, but also she is kind of being honest and she's, I had to go back and listen to the lyrics, as you know, because you were here watching me uh, watch. watch, but um, yeah, the last song, the one that she, she plays three songs, yeah. um, Love Is All Around Us, I don't remember what the second one is because I just looked it up, whatever, but the one that she plays the most is More Than Words. Yeah, and basically the lyrics are... How is it, uh, I, I, I can't read my own chicken scratch, how is it to show me, basically saying, like, show me how you feel more, in more than words. She's yeah. challenging him. And, and and she's, because, again, like she says, like, she's very aware of, like, who William uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. Yeah, his reputation. His, yes. I was thinking about it in this scene and the following scene, how well written her character is, how consistently written her character is. Yes. Uh, given that what we're going to find out about her history with men and mm-hmm. um, sexual assault, that uh, she she is interested in him, but in this scene and the following scene is where you really see that she is a person who needs, needs to control a situation. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, as we discussed last episode, uh, every situation, but in particular one where a man is coming onto her, she needs it to be on her terms. Yeah, and always. she needs those terms to be one where she is initially rejecting. Yes. She needs to be the one to open the doors, and, and I think this singing is her doing that. Yeah, and in defense of William, he is, I think, listening to those cues and looking for totally. those cues, and is much more aware than he has ever been in the entire time that we've yeah. known him. Then Eskil does finally call back, and he's like, hey, Nora, I'm home, just, like, let me know. And then Nora <laughs> hangs up, and... She lies. <laughs> She's the worst liar. That is to say, she lies well in the moment, Yeah, but not long term. Yeah, so she uh, basically, uh, William is like, oh, so what's up? And she's like, mm, he's not going to be home until late. Guess, guess I have to spend the night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, girl, respect. Yes. Who, I mean, who hasn't played <laughs> that play? Um, and now, and I remember tweeting about this. Now it's basically my favorite trope. I was um, thinking of you when I was watching this. <laughs> which is bed sharing. I will give the show credit in that William is the one who's like, you know, I can go sleep on the couch. <laughs> Nora's like, like, no, 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 no it's fine. Don't, don't be silly. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We can share this gigantic bed in yeah. this apartment that has no guest room. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Even though it definitely does. It, because yeah. he's loaded. He's so loaded. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's another fun scene, but it, it ties to what you were saying about Nora and Control, because she's the one, she's like, yes, come into this bat. Like, yeah. she's saying that. Yeah, okay, yeah. and he's like, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, <laughs> because, uh, hello. Uh, uh, and then, but then she's very strict. She's, she's basically like, there are these boundaries. Yes. You have to be on this side. Yes, she's letting him in, like, through stages. And and then he challenges her a little bit, where he's like, well, this is all my bed. Right. And, he, and she's like, no, no, not today. Right, right, right. right. So again, so, they're, like, on equal footing. It's just, like, a very sweet scene. Yeah, and he never, are... he never questions the decisions that she made, yeah. makes. She's like, oh, are you going to sleep with all your clothes on? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, great. And then he basically proceeds str- to, to strip, strip off. Yeah. Um, with Nora watching closely. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that she didn't look away. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, 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 more. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and when then, because she, again, has to be like, well, I'm in your bed, but don't forget that I'm the one in control, she proceeds to call him a cliche again. Right, which is, I think this is so far my favorite line of the season, where he says, it's because my parents didn't yes, validate, I, I wasn't validated enough as a child. No, he quotes her back, he quotes her back Oh, that's right, to her. She, I totally forgot no, that that's what that is. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. He, that's when I was like, okay, you get some points. Yeah. He quotes back what she said to him uh-huh. back in the first season. Because he was listening. Because he was listening. <laughs> um, like, you know he went home and he wrote it down. <laughs> Dear diary. Today, I met the most wonderful angel. <laughs> Let me tell you everything she told me She's today. She's so mean and I love it. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. And then... And then basically he's like, he agrees. Yeah, I'm a cliche, uh-huh. but you like me for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> this whole, the whole, like, post-party atmosphere, there's this amazing sense of, like, they're both making fun of each other, they're both making fools of themselves, mm-hmm. and they're both fine with yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a safe space. Yes, that's why it's so endearing, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then, so basically they're b- both getting comfy in the bed. She keeps being like, nay, nay, when he's all like, you like me. Oh, and she has made a border of pillows between yes, between her, them. Between them. And when a text message Which. comes in to <laughs> William's phone. And it's from Eskil being like, hey, Nora, like, are, are you, you coming? I, are you coming? Should I stay up all night? What's going on? Uh, to which, of course, she is mortified when William reads it out loud uh, because her lie has been uncovered. Her ploy to literally spend the night with him in a very safe way has been uncovered. Um, she just cannot keep a lie together. No, nope, uh, not at all. All of them will come crashing down on yeah, her eventually. Yeah, that's essentially the whole season. Uh, but even then, the way that he teases her about it isn't mean or mean-spirited no. he's like oh i'm gonna text back this and that and then it becomes like then it kind of becomes playful where she's trying to take the phone away from him yeah and he teases her about her like no you're on my side of the bed like right uh, yeah now he's playing like you know throw it kind of like playfully yeah. throwing but it never but never takes advantage of that either like, yes he always thinking, stays on his side of the bed yes i would say he very much passes her test um because the William who we had seen in prior episodes, I feel like I expect would take advantage of her yes. physically here. Yeah. And he doesn't ever. ever. And I feel like that's a big, like, again, passing of a test for her. Yep. Because she, in order to be, to feel safe or comfortable with a man, she needs him, because of her prior experience, she needs him to, like, 
prove himself and that's fair given her prior experience yeah and and it's fair giving his reputation um yes but i think he wins a lot of points in our eyes right now yeah i mean there's still like you know bilda didn't leave crying from the party there's still all this the penetrator we literally uh-huh. saw the penetrator hoodie like at 10, 10 uh-huh. minutes ago but yet now we're now we're with numura and we're like okay maybe this guy deserves a second look maybe he deserves a chance and maybe there's room for him to grow sure uh which is all we want guys i know <laughs> all Just keep it up show <laughs> keep it up that's all we want uh and then eventually they sort of settle back into bed and he repeats you like me and then nora because again she needs control and power move girl she just calls him wilhelm before like saying good night or something uh-huh. and i was like good i was like gay good job girl <laughs> um but yeah but it ends on this sort of uh, moment, Be- not beautiful. The, the really lovely scene between the two yeah. of them, charming and um, within this um, apartment, they're sort of able to be as honest as yeah. they're both able to be about their attraction. The minute they leave the apartment, they still have like all of these lies yeah. and issues to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, she allowed him closer to her. Uh, I don't mean physically, I mean, like, emotionally. Yes. Um, but on her own terms, which is nice to watch. And it's nice to watch him not push that. It's nice yes. to watch him respect that. Yeah, it's it's the fact that he's so respectful of the boundaries and is actually... And, like, her emotional needs. Her emotional needs, that he's aware of them. Yeah. Uh, like, looking for them and reacting to them and actively listening to what she's saying and what she's not yeah. saying. Yeah. And also the way that he genuinely looks at her, like, he can't believe that she exists. Yeah. yeah. Which is always nice to see. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so what we're saying is, we don't hate this episode. <laughs> yeah. Look at look at us. We're going to become, like, Norhelm shippers by the end. I mean, that's don't, what's going to happen. Don't get ahead no, of yourself. No, don't get ahead of myself. Okay. okay. I don't remember, actually, hardly anything that happens in the rest of the season. Well, next episode is actually all girl squat it's the oh, easter special in the cabin <gasps> yes which we love. i love that episode <laughs> so that's something uh interesting to look forward to okay so there was a hint at that by the way when vilda was mocking uh, nora about uh, like are you keeping something from us which is the title of the episode yeah. um she was saying uh why don't you bring your girlfriend to the cabin oh because uh, in the text messages they've been talking about it all week yeah yeah in the text message they've basically chris has been like hey i'm gonna ask my grandma if we can use the cabin and like yeah so it's like it's been back and forth about everyone everyone's saying yeah i'm in yeah so so yes lesbian couple in some neighborhood in no yeah whenever uh, norway uh won't that be cozy yes (laughs) cozy cozy i love that i mean yeah it's kind of funny that um well, this, like, joke that she's keeping up with, with Nora about being a lesbian. But I also feel like there's more to Vilda's teasing than just teasing. Yes, yes. She, she, again, it goes back to that quality of her, I'm sorry to keep dragging no, this down, no, no. but, like, where, where she she does sense something. Yes. She's not necessarily putting the pieces together yet, but she knows something's going on. Also, the the Nora being a secret lesbian thing, I think it's also Julie talking to the fandom. Oh, right, because of the, what's the, what are the Nora Ava? Yeah, the, the Nora Ava shippers, basically, for a lot of season one, it seems like people were like, well, Nora's a lesbian, right? <laughs> and well, the, well, and, well, and they can't have a ship name. It would be like Nora. Uh, no, I think it's nu- Nureva. 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 Oh, that's yeah. cute. I like that. Uh, and then, basically, William showed up, and everyone was like, oh, oh, I guess not. I 100% would love a parallel universe, or like yes. a, like a uh, fanfic, I mean, I guess I should read fic, uh, between, about Nura and Eva, because I think that's a delightful pairing. I agree. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess, I guess 
guess I can see, I guess we can see some of the places where people enjoy Norham, and I yeah. think, like we said, there's still a lot of the consent and, like, mm-hmm. issues that are issues, and that's why it just sours the beginning of the relationship yeah. a bit, and then, and then other yeah. stuff that happens yeah. later on. And I do think, to some extent, the show really just wants you to forget some of that early stuff. Yeah. Um... And, like, fine. Yeah. Let's go, let's let's, go with let's that. Let's go with it for now. <laughs> uh, we'll see how we feel about it later on. But yeah. for now, I'm willing, I'm 100% willing to give them a chance because I actually quite enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Um, Me too. Right. Excellent. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. Well, then, thank you for listening. We're so happy to be back. Uh, we- yeah. And to the one person who said uh, we better not wait four more months for another episode, we love that you feel that way, and yes. we will do our very best. We were so excited to be called out, as I, I, as I said. I was like, oh my god, someone cares. Uh, I literally sat down when you sent me that screen grab. I was like, oh my god. So thank you for listening. Um, and caring. And caring. And yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Norwegian. Email us at Norwegian at Gmail. Or follow us on our Tumblr, which I can't remember, but I think it's Norwegian Podcast. Uh, and I really am going to update that with the newest episodes. Yay. Um, thank you. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.